Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mic check one, two. We here. We're live. It's time for the dope dealers. Party people, ladies and gentlemen. Crackheads, uh, nuns, Welcome. teachers. Welcome. Welcome. It's the first, first the first episode. The Dope Dealer Podcast. I'm your boy Jamal Dome the People's Champ. I'm Toby Hicks. We here, man. Yeah. A yeah. year in the making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My God is good. Yeah, we here now. Yes, man. Shout out to the uh, comedy pop-up, all the people over there doing doing big things and, uh, you know, allowing us a platform to finally get this podcast that we've been talking about for a year now. We're here. It's time for the Dope Dealers, man. Um, first thing, I'm Jamal Doman, Toby Hicks, my partner. Um, I, I guess people are going to first ask us, why did we name it the Dope Dealers? The reason we named it the Dope Dealers is because I used to sell dope. And uh, we're going to have the dopest conversation that you'll be able to find on the airwaves. Yeah. We'll have the dopest people on the show. It's just going to be yeah. dope. Yeah. That, and so when we, when the, that word dope, don't let it scare you. We're not talking about actual dope. We're talking about dopeness, freshness, liveness. It's here. That's the dope that we're bringing you. Dope conversations. Just we're going to talk about everything, man. Politics, sports. We're both comedians. We're going to get into that. So it's, you know, w- w- that dope. Because I told somebody we was we named it the dope dealer. One of my f- homegirls, she, you know, one of them. Bougie. Bougie. She's oh, like, yeah. why are you uh, the dope dealers? Why are you named the dope? Why you wouldn't want, you don't want people to look at you like, listen. Uh, listen. People going to look at me like that because yeah. that's the way I was. Exactly. There's no other way to look at me. So. I sold dope for like three months, so yeah, I, yeah. I, I guess. But we're selling, now we're selling different type of dope. Yeah, Freshers. exactly. So that's what we're here for, man. Um, so she let's. Was, let, she was tripping. Yeah, she was tripping, but she's yeah. always like that. Um, so let's let the. Let's introduce ourselves to the people. I mean, some people may know us, some people may not know us. Um, uh, we from hey, we north. Jamal from North Philly. I'm yeah. from North Omaha. So yeah. we just north, <laughs> and we both live in North Hollywood now. Yeah. Or we met in North Hollywood, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So we just north. So let the people know about Toby Hicks. Uh, are you from North Omaha? You're a stand-up comedian. Well, with- see, and see, and uh, we're gonna start off with the background. Uh, yeah. How I used to sell drugs, and see, actually. You know, when I thought about the podcast, first thing that came to my mind was naming it Crack Dealers. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I used to sell yeah. crack. And yeah. Jamal was like, hey, wait a minute, we yeah. should call it dope. And then, now I'm glad we did choose dope. Exactly. Crack we were, it was going to be. Yeah. We were going like, to be, and my homegirl would have had a heart attack if I thought Crack Dealers. The Crack Dealers. So yeah, yeah, we so we so we we, you know, we PG'd it out a little bit. Yeah, the, yeah. The so we dealers. came up with that. Uh yeah. but uh the concept, you know, or about yourself, it was Toby Hicks. Who is Toby Hicks? Toby Hicks is a comedian who's been working for uh, a couple decades what's, now, what's, doing stuff. What's some of your credits? Uh, give me your credits. Yeah, you know, I've traveled all over the world. Uh, been to fifteen countries performing for the military: Iraq, Afghanistan, Bahrain, Germany. Mm-hmm. Done literally thousands of shows across the uh, well across the world. Stand up comedian. Um, Album out. Yeah, yeah. Got an album on iTunes BT now. BT Comic View. And Laugh or Die. Laugh uh, or, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, we, we're we going to, I mean, we have a a real, I mean, a real resume here. So, we're going to, uh, 
And most people who tune in, you know, they've seen us or heard whatever, and we're looking forward to all the new people that will uh, get to know us. Um, You're currently opened up for one of the hottest yeah, comics in the country. Yeah, 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 man. I'm uh, working with my man Felipe. Felipe! Shout out, Felipe. What's up, fool? I remember That's I booked Felipe for a gig. Remember <laughs> my Oxnard gig? Well, yeah. We had a big one. I used to do the small one, but then every one, once in a while I booked uh, Felipe, maybe about five years ago for Oxnard. I paid him $500, and yeah, he was happy about that. Yeah, that was before <laughs> Last was, Comic Standing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, that was, was a little, yeah. yeah. Chuck Dennis, shout out to Chuck Dennis. and I, That's what I loved about Chuck Dennis and Oxnard, the promoter. He, No matter what we crowd we had, he always had our money. Yeah. Never shorted yeah. us anything. Yeah. Never had us. Yeah. But go ahead, I ain't mean to cut Big you shout up, out man. to Felipe, uh, you know. Taking me out there on the road with him, uh, you know that's all. We always have a great time and shit, man. That was just in New York recently, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah we was in New York. York. We did a PlayStation Theater uh, right in Manhattan. Uh, and who did who hosted? Those people who hosted? Oh, Luis Guzman. Felipe got Luis Guzman to yeah. host. So you know he don't really do comedy, but he was funny. You know he's he, from New York, right? Yeah, he's from yeah, New yeah. York. So everybody, I mean, it was good to have him on the show because everybody knew him. He got he loosened the crowd up. If, if you guys don't know who Luis Guzman are, is, he's the he's the pudgy, ugly Puerto Rican uh, character actor who's been in the. Uh, uh, about 50 movies, uh, Carlito's Way. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that was a wild night. Cause So after the show, I went to the club with him and his son. And, oh, man, it was wild. His son looked just like him? Yes. Well, his son, well, yeah, yeah, he yeah. do resemble him. But, no, his son, I would have to say, ladies probably consider him a little more handsome yeah, yeah, than yeah. his pop. Well, look, Luis been in a lot of movies, so I'm sure he does well for himself. Oh, yeah, he's doing great. Yeah, he's doing great. So after the part, what y'all We went after? to the club, though, and... The, and uh, at one point, he just uh, he just recently, he said to me, Toby, I'm too old for this shit here. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking fell out. He said, I don't know what I'm doing here. Cause he's been, yeah. How how old? I gotta look up Louis. Say how old he's been. He's been yeah, he's around like about sixty. For he's been on a ton of movies. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, hey, he, it was a great time with Louis. And then also that night, something special happened. I got to hang out and meet. Lisa, Lisa, and I hung oh, out with wow. her and her boyfriend, and I it, it was it was a real good time. I what well, the crazy part is they drove me to the club, yeah. so I'm sitting in the back seat, Lisa, Lisa in the front seat, her boyfriend, just me and them, and I said, damn, I'm in the car with Lisa, Lisa, wow. with Cold Jam. Yeah, you know pictures, of, you got yeah, pictures? I got pictures, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, shout out to Felipe. Uh, oh, before I forget, uh. Uh, save the date, Phoenix, Arizona. We'll be at Stand Up Live March 9th through 11th. Get that out there right now. Yeah, I'm on IMDb. Yeah, Luis been working for. He was born in '56 or whatever that age is. Uh, he's been. Yeah, and uh, he's been working since like '77, '83, '85. So he, yeah, uh, he, yeah, he's been putting he, in work. He was in Crocodile Dundee Part Two. He was. <laughs> he was there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's he been putting in work. So shout out to. So yeah. So um. A stand-up comic. Uh, tell me about your yeah. family. You got a family. Yeah, I'm from. Uh, I'm gonna go back to originally. I'm. Uh, I was born in Miami. Born in Miami. Uh, only stayed there for six months, and then went to uh, Omaha, Nebraska, where my family was already at. So I'm basically from Omaha, Nebraska. My mother was just down in Miami, fucking around, and just down there. You know, she was originally from Omaha too. Right. Mm -hmm. But no, I'm from Omaha, Nebraska, and. Uh, most people say, damn, black people in Nebraska? Yeah, it's a lot of us, and, you know, we go hard in Nebraska. That's one thing about my hometown. Every comedian that has ever went there and knew that was my town, mm -hmm. they came back and said, man, your town is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and everybody have a good time, so. I did it. Remember, I came yeah. like 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, remember you had Thanksgiving dinner yeah, at my yeah, grandmother's house. Grandma. Yeah, I had a good time. What, yeah. club, what was that club we did with Jabber Gold, right? We, yeah, yeah. Michael Blackson was on that gig. Yeah, my yeah. man. Yeah, that was, yeah, Michael was on the gig, and me, you, and Jabber Gold. Uh, shout out to Jabber Gold in Omaha, my homeboy. Who was the, you remember that, that night, it, you had a, one of your homies, brother, he had a white girl with him, and a white girl was checking him all night. Yeah, yeah, that's, Who was that's that? my homeboy. I grew up with Andre. <laughs> Yo, oh, man, yeah. He, she was, so Toby had a friend, uh, Andre. I yeah. guess, man, he came. He came to the show with his girl, his wife, or his girl. His girlfriend. They was, you know, they had kids she was, together. She was a white girl. Yeah, man, she was disrespecting him all night. Like she was the white girl that's been with sisters. She grew up with sisters, so she. I wasn't that way. And I'm like, I'm looking at him like, dude, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, grow a set of balls. Like, she's talking reckless to him. I'm talking about, like, I guess one time he 
took a look at another game. He wasn't even, and she checked him on that. I'm like, who? Hey, no, but hey, I know we about to really go off base, but I, no, I got a greater story. This because it's the same couple. Are they what? still together? No, no, they ain't together. He, he ain't, he ain't choke her yet. Oh man, no, he okay. he got away from her, but I, you know, in one sense, yeah, he got away from oh, her. Oh, good for her. But it, yeah, well, I don't know that he got another crazy one. Why, girl? But he attract him like that. That's that's, oh, that's, yeah, that's how what Andre like. do. Yeah, yeah, that's what he do. But uh, this was the wildest shit that happened. One time, we went there, and uh, Honest John, I took Honest John yeah. back to my hometown to perform. So mm-hmm. me and Honest mm-hmm. went. And so <clears throat> after the show, uh, actually, that was me, Honest John, and Lonnie Love. We had a good time. That was back in the day. Mm. So uh, my man Dre dropped me and Honest John off at the hotel, mm-hmm. like, say, 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Or so. So here's where the dope dealers come from. So Andre drops us off, and he don't go home. Now, you right, know how crazy right. the white chick is yeah, from yeah, when yeah. you met her. So mm-hmm. he don't go to He's the still crib. with her. This is still? Yeah, the same one. Okay. It's the same one. Mm-hmm. So he don't go home. He goes fucking around with some other women, doing what he's doing. That's when, you know, he started Maybe smoking. that's why she was acting crazy. Yeah, he was on dope, too. So oh that was part of his problem. Mm-hmm. So he on dope. Uh, he's smoking crack, so he don't go home. Now here go the here's where it get wild. Me and Honest John, we in the, I'm in the hotel. I'm fucked up. I'm passed out. Yeah. So when he don't come home, his girl called my girl. Oh wow. So picture it's three in the morning, four in the morning in Nebraska. It's mm-hmm. like two in the morning in Cali. Mm-hmm. She called my girl, wake her up. Looking for him. My well, my ex, you know, my yeah. baby mama. Call her, wake her up and say, you know, hey. Uh, Andre ain't came home and told me with well, him. What she got to do with it? And, hold on, listen. And they probably got some bitches and oh, blah, blah, and, blah. And get your girl hyped yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So then now my girl, she's calling me, whatever. I'm in the room just sleep. You out. Yeah. I ain't answer shit, whatever. Now she, so now she thinking y'all got bitches at the yeah, cocaine at the hotel room. You know how women think. All, because, all because his girl did that shit. Yeah. And then after she... Turned my motherfucking house into an uproar. And then she just tried to call me and apologize and shit. I was like, are you crazy? <laughs> well, I knew she was crazy, so that yeah, was a yeah. dumb question. But I'm like, I can't believe you did this oh, to me. My I'm in the, and then I was mad at my boy because I'm like, yo, he ended up telling me that uh, he didn't go home one other night. And she called one of the other homies. One, So you know your girl get down like that. Yeah, yeah. And you're going to leave me. I didn't even know how she got my house number like oh that. My God. I don't even know how she did it. This, how she got well, my number. This, yeah, this pre-internet days. I don't yeah, know what, yeah, yeah. So then, uh, so then, yeah, man, I was so mad at the both of them, man. Yeah. I didn't talk to them for a long time. I was so mad. That shit was crazy. <laughs> it took me... A couple months to get my house back in order, and I hadn't even done shit. Oh my goodness, man! That's the life and times of Toby Hicks, ladies and gentlemen, and the Omaha, his Omaha friends, man. Man, <laughs> but I had a good time in Omaha. Well, you took me to a chicken place, a fried. Chi- one of yeah, y'all yeah. Oh, it's still on and cracking. If you ever in Omaha, Nebraska, make sure you check out Time Out Chicken. Yeah, oh it's my been goodness. going strong since I was a kid. I Time tried, Out yeah. Chicken on thirtieth. I, I still that was ten years ago, and I still remember that chicken. That yeah, ain't nothing chicken. like a three p. And fry and the strawberry soda. They got the yeah. strawberry soda that they make. Yeah. Like you can't yeah. find this shit nowhere. Ain't nothing, else. ain't nothing like heart disease and high cholesterol. Yeah, you want man. it, you get it from uh, Time Out time Chicken. Out. <laughs> yeah, I love Time Out Chicken. And of course, I'm Jamal Dome and a little bit about me. I'm also a stand-up comedian. Me and Toby have known each other for over 20 years, man. We've toured together. Uh um, one of my good Friends in the industry, man, and uh, we've toured together overseas, Iraq, Afghanistan, Japan, all that good stuff, man. And I'm originally from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Shout out to the Eagles. Shout out to my Eagles. Yes. Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Okay, let's. I was glad they won. Yeah, everybody, everybody, everybody was glad they won. Um, so I'm I'm out here in LA, um, you know, out here doing my thing, and uh, you see me on a lot of stuff. To also, I got an album out called Consequences and Repercussions on Uproar Records, and um, you know, I'm on Laugh Tracks on so, uh, True TV, Laugh Mob Laugh Tracks every Wednesday at 11 p.m. You can check me out, and uh, you can hit me up on my Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, all that stuff. I'm Jamal Doman, J A M A L D O M A N, and um. I'm just out here, you know, hustling and doing my thing and, you know, trying to make the people laugh, trying to pay the rent. And that's about me, man. And uh, on this 
podcast, man. We just gonna bring it to you real raw because that's how we, that's what we are. We we can't fake it. I think that's why we maybe not more advanced and maybe in our career because we oh, can't yeah. fake it. Oh we, yeah, yeah. We, nothing fake about us. Like we we tell it how it is, and you know Hollywood. Yeah, you know we ain't kiss no ass. We we didn't. Yeah, we didn't took the long hard road. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but hey, it's hey, it's, it's about the journey. Hey, hey, yeah, it's about the journey, man. It's it's not a race, it's a marathon. So we out here, man. Let's get up to, let's get up. We're gonna do some. We we got a couple things going on for this hour. Uh, um, each each week you come with us, we're gonna have some little segments, and we're gonna start with our first segment. It's called Clown of the Week. Clown of the Week. Well, we just talk about a story that's happening and maybe something that just, you know, stri- strike strike my nerve. So, clown of the week this week is the mother of Jacob Copeland. Are you familiar with Jacob Copeland? Yeah, man. If you're not familiar with Jacob Copeland, Jacob Copeland was one of the top high school uh recruits in the country. He I think ESPN football. 300 football recruits, ESPN had him rank as the 19th, so he's real good if you yeah. 19th. Um, so every college won him. He's six feet, uh, 192. He's a wide receiver. Yeah, wide yeah, receiver. Baller. Yeah, baller. Um, from Pensacola, uh, Florida. California. Oh, Pensac- Pensacola, said, Florida. Oh, it says California here, but okay. Maybe Pensacola's they missed in Florida. Okay. Yeah. yeah, recruiting notes say he possesses great game-breaking speed on the perimeter. So he's a baller. Everybody wants him, you know. Now, this week, uh, you know, it's National Signing Day. That's a big day. That's when all the uh, colleges, you know, sign Players, recruits. yeah, say where they're going to go. So a lot of recruits have a big, you know, whoop de doo What they do is they have their family yeah. in there. So ESPN, ESPN sometimes now. films it. and So anyway, he had a big whoopie doo He had his family, and they announced what college you're going to. It's supposed to be like one of the best days for kids. Yeah, you know, yeah it's a it big is. Day, you it know? is the best day because you can choose where you want to go. Exactly. If he going to the next level, he can't choose where he going to go. Exactly. So this is the best day he going to have for a while. And it's a big family event. It's a family fair. It's your coaches. It's your team. Teammates, it's a big thing. It's just schoolmates, so you know, and ESPN is usually there. So anyway, he had his big thing, and he announced. I guess he his his final three was the University of Tennessee. Uh, shout out to the Volunteers down there, Alabama, Crimson Tide, and the Florida Gators. Those was his three finalists. Yeah, he's he's here with his mother. His family is here. I guess his coaches. He has all the hats. Yeah, everybody there. And he chose the Florida Gators. He chose the Florida Gators. Yeah, yeah. SEC Great football school. You know, he's from Florida, so. But I guess his mother had an issue with that. His mother, while this was going on live on TV, when he announced that he was going to a Florida, become a Florida Gator, his mother thought it was all about her and got up and walked out right as he's announcing. The camera's on him. He's being interviewed. Yes. The mother, she she's dressed up in Alabama. put the hat on. As soon as he put the Florida hat on. She's dressed up in Alabama. She didn't use when the kid announces the gives the mom a hug, gives the dad a she hug. She got on some neutral colors. Moms came with her with her jersey Now, on. she did, yeah. If you go watch the video, go to our page. Go to my page. I had a video Mom's on my page. thought she was going to Alabama. She gets up and walks out in, in disappointment, and the kid... Is embarrassed because the announcer who did a little bit too much that whoever was interviewing him asked him who just got up and walked out and then the, the the kid you know I don't know I don't they knew know. that was his mom yeah they knew they said well why did she leave uh, you know he was embarrassed so basically who the is mother, the older lady that looked just like you that got up and yeah, walked out <laughs> exactly what the hell she kind of looked like Whoopi Goldberg a little bit um so she embarrassed him and it's just it's just sad so she um it. I heard later on she came back because yeah, somebody, must, did, somebody must have got in her ear. There's like, levels to this yeah. shit, though. But just now he will always be remembered. You know, hopefully he, he'll, he'll, oh, he'll be fine. Career, yeah. uh, go, he'll make it to the NFL, have a great long career. But you can't embarrass your son like See, this. And then she made the spot hot. Yeah. She made the spot hot on Nick Saban because obviously she wanted him to go to Alabama for a reason. Exactly. It's got to be some bread behind yeah. it. I'm old school. Hey, you just don't get mad at no shit that ain't no money on the line. It, it was a meme online like saying that she had to give Nick Saban that check back. Shit. <laughs> nah, no. Nah, once the boosters don't give a damn, once they give it to you, it's yours. If they take a loss, they take a loss. Old rich white men, shit. But it's just, it, it was just sad that she ruined his day. This is his day. This is your Sunday. I understand you, mama, you See, raised yeah, him. And she should have talked to him before. Shit, if that was my son, I would have said, hey, check this out, son. 
Nick Saban just shot me 100 G's, you going to Alabama. <laughs> well, you, the we son be like, you got to give me half of that. We just settled all that shit before we even got there. What the hell was wrong with her getting on TV and acting a fool? She should have told her son what was up. Because let me tell you something, brother. If it's my son and anybody offers money, that's the school he going to if he plays football. Because football is a dangerous sport. You're getting hit upside the head, exactly. all this shit, concussions. I, I'm, we're taking money the moment we can. Now, if my son's a top recruit in basketball, we don't have to take the money and take a chance on fucking up shit. Because if he's that good, he's only going to be one and done. So we'll be paid in six months anyway. But if it's football, I'm taking the bread if that's my child. No. And, uh, well, I think all these— She we- just handled it the yeah. wrong way. Way. That's another she conversation. She should have told him, right? Yeah, but yeah, that's... I think all of... They should be paid. Yeah. No, that's a whole other thing, but I'm talking about the, the money. She was... It was some money on the line right then because yeah. that's the only way that, that would make a mother do some shit like that. That's just... She ain't that yeah. goddamn mad because it's uh, academics. Ah, he was supposed to be at... Alabama studying this. He, that's just selfish, I man. mean, they just got the best farm school down in Alabama. Yeah, yeah. Shit, you know? That's real. Yeah, that's just selfish. So, it just... I, I think somebody got in the air. She came back and she gave him a hug. But it's just like you should never. I don't like. I'm temp. You know. I, you know. I'm Temple University. To the that's my school. I rep it. But if my kid went to Villanova, I wouldn't be mad. I would be happy. I don't care. I want on my, a full scholarship. Yeah, too. I want we ain't got to, to pay shit. Let me and tell you, you something. I'm Temple to the death. But if my kid go to Villanova, I will have a Villanova uniform and I'll be in Villanova stands cheering, screaming Mom's for my mad. son. She ain't got to pay nothing for school, and she just gonna get mad and walk off. Yeah, that's so. Clown of the week is the mother of Jacob Copeland. I don't even have her name. It doesn't even matter. But uh, uh, this that's something you don't want to be. You don't want to be clown of the week. So watch out out there, man. Don't be clown of the week, man. But like, keeping it, keeping it in sports, man. I was uh, another story. Your boy Lavar, because you're a Laker. Oh fan. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. a Laker fan. I'm a, yeah. I'm a Sixer fan. I'm, I rep all the Philly uh, cities. So yeah, let's go ahead and get that out. Yeah, I'm yeah. a Los Angeles Laker fan. Uh, Oakland Raider fan, uh, Las Vegas Raider fan, <laughs> Nebraska Cornhusker yeah. fan, Los Angeles Dodgers fan. Yeah. So yeah. it's usually is is with you because you're from Omaha, but so you and we we got to come back on how we got to LA, but we'll get back to that. You're from Omaha, so you rep the Cornhuskers, but other than that, you rep all the LA teams. Like, yeah. In Oakland yes. too. Yeah. 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 Raiders. I've been a Raiders fan since I was a kid. Yeah. I'm I'm Philly. I'm Philly to the core. You even rep the Sparks. You rep. The yeah. Sparks oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All, yeah. LA Sparks. <laughs> the come Defenders. On. Yeah. That, <laughs> come on. If it's LA. You Kings, yeah, yeah, everything. I'm I'm Sixer, Eagle, Fly, Eagles, Fly, uh, uh, Sixers, Eagle, Phillies. Uh, any, anyway, so yeah, we get to your boy Lavar Ball acting a fool again. He I made love a comment. I, I like. I I I don't know. I I I like him on some areas. He irritate me, and this this area next what we about to talk about. He irritates me because you know he said if the Lakers don't sign his other two boys. Lonzo is not going to resign with them, and that didn't cause the uproar. Let the yeah. The, no. If the Lakers, so now you Magic gonna have to. I at first I was agreeing with Magic ignoring him. Like I, you just ignore, just let him say whatever you want. Ignore him; it doesn't matter. But I think Magic gonna have to check him publicly oh, soon. Soon but, or later. But, but then all that, I mean, publicly. If he do it publicly, then it's just gonna bring more attention to it. Yeah, Levar, you know. I, 98% of the things LeVar does, I love him. I mean, I love the way he's, you know, been there for his kids, you know, uh, you know, had the the mental capability to move them to Chino, get them out the hood, all mm-hmm. these things, you know, be there for them. And not just his kids. See, one thing that people, they don't really realize is how many other kids LeVar helps. You know, every morning the kids are at his house working out. He's working out 40, 50 kids. So let's give it up for LeVar on that. But... Some of this time, some of this shit, you know, and even like when I could beat Barkley and Jordan, all that shit was funny games. But uh, yeah, you can't get all three of them on the Lakers. I mean, come on. What man. is he thinking? Yeah, like, I don't know what he's. This ain't. Got. This not. This not UCLA. This is not. And, you know, you can't get all three of them and on the, there. And the middle boy, I mean, I like him, but he's not NBA. I mean, the youngest one, I think, got a chance. You know, Leandro, Angelo, whatever they name is. Yeah, Leandro. Like, see, the middle one fucked up when he uh, stole that shit in China because China, they was going to put, he was going to be over in China playing until he stole that shit. Yeah, I forgot all about it. We can't have this motherfucker back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, LeVar, but yeah, he he lost his mind on that one talking about. uh, At what what point Lonzo Lonzo ain't even made it through a whole season yet? But what a point Lonzo is going to have to say? Right now. 
Right now, it's getting a little bit. It's is Lonzo going to have to have a Kobe Bryant moment that Kobe had with his father? Well, hopefully, no. You know, I don't. For some, I don't think it'll get to a point to where they quit. I think, I think uh, he'll be able to sit down with his dad and just say, "Hey, dad, we need you to chill, man." Because you know the things he say, you know, that are funny, whatever, all those type of things. But the things where he puts Lonzo in a bad position in the locker room like and with his coaches and players and shit. Took a you know, shot at Luke. Luke yeah. Now, that's the only type of shit I ain't feeling. But the big baller brand and all that shit, I'm with you. I'm with you, LeVar. BBB. He's, fuck the BBB and that uh, F rating. It's triple baller brand. He killed me with that when they got an F. He's like, who is the better business brewer? <laughs> Three Bs is big baller brand. Has anybody ever got their sneakers yet? Yeah, uh, you know, that's funny. Uh, Steve Mace from Mason in Ireland on ESPN. Shout out, Mace. Uh, Mace said he ain't got his shit yet. He's pissed. He uh, he called his credit card company and they took the charges off. Oh, they also, because he didn't get, he never he got them. He never em. got them, yeah. That is read. Come on. I mean, but uh, Keyshawn got his. Marcellus Wiley got his. You know, they said they got their shoes. But those are so like, only, only the big cats get their shoes. Yeah, shit. it's like. You regular size, you don't get your shit yet. And they look nice. I saw them. I've seen them. I want to see them on people. I want to see people walking around with them on. Yeah, and, and how he decided to do that for his kids and create that. I mean, that was brilliant, mm-hmm. man. A lot of people. I remember when. No, it, I like when, that. I like, yeah, I like the. I remember. I remember. I was so disappointed in a close friend of mine, a brother. He said to me, LeVar Ball is tripping. He should just take the money that Nike give him and shut up. Well, that's the— you And know, I'm that's like, just that slave mentality. Yeah, I was like, bro, I'm disappointed. And my same homeboy who said that, like, two weeks later, he came back to me and said, you know, I was wrong on that. No, nah, he shouldn't just take the money. I'm like, no, nah, man, we, we can keep taking. You know, that doesn't make sense. He's trying something different. And the thing is— what was killing me when people was trying to kill him is that if it fails, Lonzo can still go get a shoe contract from anybody he wants, as long as he ball out. Exactly. Exactly. That's all that matters. Exactly. So, so yeah, your Lakers are uh, yeah, yeah. That's speaking of the NBA, uh, big trade deadline. Uh the Cavs traded like half of their team. Yeah. Which they had to do. Yeah, they had to They it was looking sorry, but it was horrible. I mean, it's just one game, but they look good the other night. I mean, I, I really, I really real like their trades. I really and man, and and it's tough. They had to do something, man, because I don't know. I mean, LeBron has lost more hair this season <laughs> than his whole career combined. Uh, they get, had to yeah. do something, man. I mean, why don't he just cut it yes, all off, Le- LeBron? Come on, man. Speaking from two bald guys here, yeah, man. Because because one of the names we thought about the po- podcast was the Ball Head Podcast. Yes, yeah, that was one yeah. of the names we. It didn't make it, but uh, speaking from two bald guys, LeBron. It's time, brother. It's time to come on home. Come on to the team. It's come I mean, on, it's LeBron. There's nothing like else a, you can do. It's starting to look like a, a Barbie doll on the top, LeBron. Like you can't CGI it no more. You can, you know you can't, LeBron. It's time to cut all that off. But yeah. I, the thing about LeBron is, that's, I'm not sure if he has a bald head. You know, you know, how some people don't have a hey. bald head. Hey, he close to billion billionaire. He got a bald head. Yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. Like yeah. he yeah, don't no, have that right. head. I don't know yeah. if he's gonna look right like, being bald. Like, you know, yeah. Kevin Durant ain't gonna look right. He yeah. gonna, he don't have a bald head. He got them wrinkles in his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. You know, they look like uh little bumps and like he got pimples on his head. So that's why now KD, if he hold on to his little beady ass hair, <laughs> you know, that's cool. But but LeBron can just let his go, he'll be all right. You know, I mean, but LeBron, much more has he got? You know what? It's either two things he should do. Either he should cut it all off or fucking just grow it like George Jefferson. One of the two. <laughs> Fuck this in-between <laughs> shit. You know, just do that. How about that? Just take one. Go to one extreme. Fuck uh, the in-between. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, Yeah, LeBron, shit. it's time. Yeah, it's time. Yeah, it's I time. mean, it's him and Stephen A. Smith, man, them motherfuckers need to cut that. But I don't well, know Stephen well, Steve, A. Yeah, Stephen Yeah, is, he got a big-ass forehead. Stephen's long. Yeah, Stephen definitely don't have a bald head. He knows that, too. Yeah, he should. He look like he been wearing sun visors for, like, the last 30 years. <laughs> 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 Stephen A. Smith shit is fucked up. Yeah, and it, and it's it's you know it's it's fake too. You know he got it put in. He got huh? that old, yeah, that's not his real hair. You know, oh his shit is back even further. Uh, you thought that was his real hair? You, I I just didn't know. I didn't. That's know. not Stephen A. Smith. You you I, thought? Yeah, I thought that. You, I thought that was his he, real hair. That started you probably back thought there. Steve Harvey. That was his real hair. Uh, no, I ended up learning that uh, that wasn't his real hair. <laughs> Steve Harvey was going you know, bald Olivia when he told take us death that. Hair. 
Yeah, you remember yeah. Olivia yeah. told us that uh, Steve Harvey shit was fucked Steve up. Steve Harvey years was ago. going bald. If you watch his Def Jam, go to YouTube yeah, and watch yeah, his Def yeah. Jam. When he, he was going cross bald. Colors. Yeah. yeah, when he had the cross colors on. I do remember. So you that. don't go from going bald to have a perfect, perfect. Yeah. I remember yeah, I was dating true. this girl and I was trying to explain to her that uh that um Steve Harvey had the fake and she couldn't it was just you she it just, was like I told her I was an alien. She yeah. had this look on like what? That's not his real hair? I said no, that's not as real. I had to show her the old. She was, she just, she was just totally freaked I out. I seen about somebody it. posted some shit talking about, oh, we ain't gonna say nothing about JB Smooth having hair now. And I'm like, yeah, back up off JB Smooth. They talking about in the Crown Royal commercials. Oh, how got there. somebody posted. That shit. Well, I posted. We not going. It's similar to I posted a couple weeks on Facebook. Uh, we not gonna say nothing about Deion Sanders having hair. Like, oh, that's, that's hilarious. Like, too. like Deion just showed up with some hair. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what that's about. But he just he just reappeared. With yeah, some hair. yeah, yeah. Right after Tony Romo said that shit to him. Yeah, He's like yeah. back up off me, Tony. <laughs> hey, so we got our, our our question of the day. We we're gonna do each each week. We're gonna do question of the week. I guess you can say that. Um, all right. So the question comes from what's the young lady? Uh, can't Abby? Uh, uh, something I can't figure her name out. But the question she said was um, it's a relationship question. Would you marry somebody? Without knowing their credit score. I guess that's a big thing with, you know. That doesn't even make sense. Would you marry somebody without knowing Everybody their credit score? Everybody I fuck, I ain't never known nobody's credit score. The credit score is in titties and that ass. <laughs> that's the credit score. I ain't never but known nobody's Spoken like score. a true dude. Yes. They, 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 I mean, guys, yes, we but you know, women about about, you know, they're about can we get a house with your credit score? Like, can we, you know, well, the moment a woman asks me. About my credit score, the relationship is over. Because now you two goddamn knows. <laughs> Your credit score like a winning NBA score, 120, 125. Now, I mean, I, I mean, but uh, I mean, all, all, seriously, uh, well, I guess if I, mean, I was going to marry somebody, then that's something to talk about. But then, damn, if you're going to marry me, you love, huh, huh. Yeah, because you're thinking about y'all, y'all getting the house and and uh, I ain't know, never known nobody's I was, credit. Score. I was talking to a young lady. So I guess I've been just handling shit the wrong. Maybe that's why I'm single. I was dating a young lady and uh, she you asked know, you about that. Well, we we well, she didn't ask me about my credit score, but we did talk about getting the house. And she was <laughs> it's funny. She was talking about yeah, you know, I got I say I got seventy thousand saved towards the house. She was like, how much you got? I was like, uh, I got seven hundred saved. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, and I, I got a homeboy that could be a roommate and cut down costs. <laughs> she said she got seventy thousand towards the house. Towards the house, I, which is which is uh, they ain't that don't do no that that'd be cool in Oklahoma and Philly. But oh 70, yeah, yeah, 000. oh seventy thousand in Nebraska. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you be in there, you get a whole brand new house. Yeah, but you um, be living swell. Now, but I think it's a legit. Question, I definitely think if y'all talking about marriage, y'all should sit down and have that financial Yeah, if you're talking about marriage conversation. Yeah. 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 yeah oh, did I oh oh I said dating? I I met, did I say the question was the question was actually would you marry somebody? Oh maybe I messed had, up the question. Yeah. If they had a low credit score. No, would you no, marry somebody without knowing their credit score? That's that's yeah, that's what question. you said. That is what you said. And I said, yeah, I've I mean I've never known anybody's credit score. I was married, I didn't know her credit score. I uh Knew she had a lot of shit, so I figured the credit score was cool. <laughs> but that was Renner Center. You know, that was all stuff for Renner Center. She had new cars. And Even though I think that, your credit so. got to be good for Renner. I think I've never got She had a house. Me. She had new cars, so I didn't even check oh, yeah. her credit score. She should have checked mine. <laughs> I was fresh out of prison. Well, I've been working on my credit in the last few years, and it has been a little better. So my credit, I think I'm at fear now. I don't know what the hell that means, but every time I look it up, it says you're, you're at fear. Yeah, fair is a place where pigs are judged. <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Is that good? You're yeah. fear. Well, at least it, it was worse than fear fear back. So I, I guess that's a. So, yeah, I would say, yeah, that you, if you're ready to yeah, get, if married, you're gonna get married, sit yeah. down and yeah, have that. I would have to agree with that these days. 20 years ago, it didn't matter. Now, and if you're married, here's a little follow-up question. If, you, if, you, if you're getting married... Should y'all have separate bank accounts or should y'all have a joint bank account? Both. Oh, both? Yeah, you, you have, she have her own, he have his own, and then they have one together. Okay, so what But what do you put in which? Uh, You keep some money for yourself. You put some into the, the fund for both of y'all. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Say, so, you know, if the fund for both of y'all start going down quickly, then you might have to change that because then, you know, they could either be shopping or uh, buying dope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Speaking of buying dope, uh, that's Toby Hicks' phone ringing right now. So we don't know what's going on with that. No, okay, yeah, I can see, yeah, I can see that, yeah. I, I kind of agree with that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man, you got you to gotta monitor that shit. Yeah. I so- mean, I had a homeboy of mine, and, uh, you know, him and his wife, you know, he, he hit me up one day, and he was like, man, I need to talk to somebody about something. And I was like, what you, I was like, you know, hey, go ahead, what you want to talk about? And he was saying, man... My wife be gambling. I found mm. out she be gambling. And this is some real what? shit I'm telling you. Like, they both had good jobs. They both had, I mean, they had a nice house. They were doing really, really well. Nice everything. Mm-hmm. Good job. And she was. He, he just started noticing the money being gone out the bank account. What? And then she wasn't on drugs. So, so they had a joint They had a joint account. Yeah, okay. yeah. And, but she started fucking up her account. They had separate shit too. Oh, wow. She started needing money, and he ended up finding out that she was just she was a compulsive gambler, and he didn't even know. She was sneaking off to the casino all the time. What? Yeah, real talk, real life so, shit. Oh my god! Yeah, and that's... she ended up having to get help, and they cool, and they stay together. I mean, it didn't oh, tear okay. up the marriage, but. It damn near tore it well, up. I'm, I'm happy that that worked out, man. That's yeah. wow. Yeah, that I've never, was, yeah. And see, that's what people don't shit. Gambling's worse than using drugs because you can only use so much dope. You're going to pass out or something, you know, mm-hmm. depending on which drug you're using. But you can gamble as long as you're awake. Yeah. I ain't even, I'm not a gambling guy. I don't, you know, I've never, I, to me, I work too hard for my money to, to try to well, I used take to a be chance, a gambler. Right? See, don't, the, is the, the key to gambling, though, is you got to be able to afford to lose the money. If you can afford to lose well, the money. Well, that's what it is. I can't afford to yeah, lose I'm the money. Yeah, I'm saying if you can afford to lose the money, then you win. When I was in the streets hustling, I gambled every day. I mean, I remember. What's, the most, what's the most money you made? You you hit on gambling. And one day I went like, one time I went like 10000 at wow. the casino at the crap table. Wow. What's the most you ever lost? Like five thousand, but it was so crazy. The night that I was at the casino on the crap table, I started off betting small or whatever, and just kept letting it ride. And I wasn't even rolling the dice. I I found this. It was this white lady in there. She was on at the crap table. I kept betting on her Mm. the whole night, Mm. and she kept hitting. It got to a point where she got scared. She was like. I'm scared to roll the dice. You know, you got so much of your money on the line. I was like, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah. Just keep going. Yeah, you yeah. know, I, I knew mm-hmm. I would always go for, like, when I would go to side bet at the casino, right. I had to shit down to an art. I would play all the fucking numbers on the table, and I would bet my money on a female or older person. Mm-hmm. And, mm. and that shit always works, man. Mm. If you ever watch old people at the crap table, you know, they be hitting. You know what? It's funny. We're gonna come back to the gambling lot. I got a question. I got a little story. A story about the lottery. But before we get into that, obviously we're both stand-up comics. We've been in the game for a while. We know a lot of people. Been around, seen everything. So uh, you know, of course, we're always gonna touch on stand-up uh, topics, topics yeah. in the comedy world. And one of the big things in the comedy world, I guess, Faison Love went on the Breakfast Club, and uh, he was talking a little smack about Dave Chappelle. Um, I and I guess it was a Big thing, I guess he said that Dave was. Um, first thing, I guess he said it wasn't that funny, or he's white funny, or um, white people made him. Um, so it, you know, obviously that caused a lot of. Faison is all you know. We we both know Faison. We know he don't bite yeah. his tongue. Yeah, Faison, Faison doesn't bite his tongue, and he you know he he says what he wants to say. But to me. First thing to say that Dave is is not funny is I. I mean, did they ask, well, did they ask him a question? I mean, how did this topic? come I guess up they was just talking about. Uh, I'll, I'll bring I'll bring it. I guess they was just talking about different stuff in the game and stuff like that. And and Faison just said that he thought Dave was over. Oh, he said Chappelle's show wouldn't have been funny if it wasn't for Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy writing made it made it funny. Um, wow, and he said he said Dave, you know, came up not, and I actually put a post about this on Facebook. I think one thing what Faison was trying to say is Dave did start out doing white rooms. That's how he. Yes, that's how I, yeah. I opened up for Dave. I, I opened up. I did a guest spot for Dave, 1994 at the at the, it was the funny it was the funny bone in Philadelphia. It turned out later on it was the Laugh House, but at that time it was the, it was a mainstream white club. Um, and Dave Chappelle was coming in, and I, I wasn't really familiar with him, but he came in, he was hairlining. Mm. He was young, he was 21, he was the same age, uh, 21, 22, something like that. So he was the same age as me at that time. Mm. This is 94, I was only doing comedy for like a year and a half. I only had like eight, 
eight, 10 minutes. So they let me do a guest spot and then I watched him. He was so fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this dude is the same age as me. Like he's so much more advanced than me. Mm-hmm. Um, he did this joke. It was a brilliant joke. I always remember. He did a joke about how they invented the N-word, the, the nigga, the word, the, uh, the word nigga. He's, he did this whole thing about how they came up with the word, like back in the day, how they had a, the clan had a meeting. And said, we gotta, a- it was just so brilliant, such a brilliant freaking joke. And um, but I did this and I, I did some research on him at that time and I noticed he was doing a bunch of he was in with the white people. You know, he was uh Barry Katz at the time was managing yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And he was doing a lot of mainstream. He wasn't really doing hood hood rooms because he didn't have yeah, that's to. what I tell people all the time. He he Dave was a millionaire before black people he was, even knew who he, he was. He was already a millionaire at that time. Yeah. He did uh Robin Hood Men in Tights. HBO was fucking with him. So Dave didn't come up in the hood scene because he didn't have to. Uh he did Def Jam. Only reason I heard when he did Def Jam, I heard he was on the fence about doing it. But I heard Russell and Bob Sumner convinced him to do it. Told him, "Yo, you 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 would do it. You'd be funny." And he did. He did it, and he was brilliant. I mean, mm-hmm. he did it. Um, but I, I, Nutty Professor, over the years, black people started knowing more about him. But in the nineties, Dave had some of the best development deals from networks. They yeah, were giving him yeah. development deals left and right. Man, uh, he did the Nutty Professor. Uh, and then yeah, he Cha- was good. Yeah, that. and Chappelle's show was the one that really made him a household name. And but niggas knew who he was a little bit even before that. So I, so when Faison say that white people made him, I think he's trying to say that he came up in the main. Where what, what happens is he did a reverse of what most black comics. Do. Yeah, most black comics start that. out in the urban scene and then go main, and then yeah. go mainstream. He went mainstream and then went ur- so that's what he's saying. But trying to say that. Charlie Murphy was definitely a, an important piece of a uh, Chappelle show, but yeah, that and Chappelle say he's made not that funny show. and all that. And to I say mean, he's not funny, like come on, man. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that doesn't make sense, Faison. But Faison get I, Faison does this like once a year. I think he does something just to keep his name out there and and, and just to just to act a fool. But uh, I didn't even know he was Cuban born American. I'm looking at his Wikipedia. Did you know that? Yeah, Faison. He was in San Diego. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he Cuban. Went, he went to high school down in San Diego. So when I first moved to California, that's where I went. And I had family down there. So yeah, he was born in Santiago. Santi- he was born in Cuba. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Faye Langston Faison Santi. I can't even pronounce his last name. I didn't know that. Everybody know him as Faison Love. So yeah, no Faison, we love you, but we can't. We ain't down with you on no, that. No, we man. can't co-sign on that. Dave, one. Dave is, Dave is a, a, a freaking genius, and uh, um, hopefully, whatever issues y'all got, uh, you got some issues with him. Hopefully, y'all work that out, man. Another story coming back to the uh, to the uh, gambling thing. I want to talk about is a lady from Massachusetts. Did you? I don't know if you heard this. Uh, a lady from Massachusetts, I think. Uh, she won the Powerball. I'm trying to bring this up. She won the Powerball. Oh, she won like spending five, her money on that. No, she won like 500 million, but she doesn't want them to release her name. So she, right now she's in court. She wants to. She wants to be kept because I. This has been going on. I've heard this a while. Like because yeah. you know lottery rules find, here yeah. are they have to release the name if you win because I guess it's some kind of it has to be known to the public like. Because the public, if you ain't releasing no name, well, yeah, how, we know yeah. how we know somebody, somebody getting won, the money? Like, yeah. yeah, okay. So they have to be, um, it's the word, they have to be transparent. But this lady, she's saying that she doesn't want her name. People know that she, you know. I, Man, I, I win $500 million. You can release anything <laughs> you want on me. I Change your name. Get a different look. Move away from wherever you at. I mean, you got all this money and to go to another country. No, if I'll be you, honest. If I win five hundred million, I wouldn't want people to know I won five hundred million. Well, I, no, I mean, <clears throat> I understand if I can keep like that on the pressure. Low. Yeah, I understand the pressure that that would be. But let's just say it's a situation like this, and they got to release your name. Hey, just move away from where you was at. It's ways around it. Don't sit. I mean, what you think? What you gonna do? Go back to work? You mean don't release my name? Yeah, but they don't. I mean, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. It's you know it's a lot of people win the lottery. And yeah, it's a lot of people don't show up for work one day. You you just think, hey man, it, and I and I understand the pressure that it would be if everybody found out all of a sudden you've won that much money. I understand okay. that, but okay, I got the story. I, I had I had the state mixed up. A New Hampshire woman who says says she has a Powerball ticket that won that won 
$560 million jackpot wants a court order allowing her to stay anonymous, saying that she made a huge mistake in signing the ticket without consulting the lawyer first. The woman identified as Jane Doe filed a complaint last week in Superior Court saying she signed the back of the ticket following the January 6th drawing, the nation's eighth largest lottery jackpot. She thought she was required to do so as directed by, the, by information on the State Lottery Commission website. Under New Hampshire law, a lottery winner's name, town, and prize amount are public information. But after a woman contacted a lawyer, she learned that she had, she could have shielded her identity by instead writing the name of a trust. The woman hasn't turned in her ticket yet, but she showed lottery officials a photocopy of the front. She said lottery officials told her that she would be compelled to, to disclose her identity if someone filed a right to know request, which the media will do. Her lawyers argue her privacy interest outweighs the insignificant public oh, interest in disclosing her name. So it's really, do you believe her privacy outweighs public interest of knowing who won this, you know? Dope dealers. That's a crackhead move. All that shit is crackhead. That's paranoia. That's She's on some cocaine. That's why she don't want people to know now. Because all that money, she can move. Like I said, she got lawyers. But why so, she got to move away? I'm just saying she can do whatever. She don't. I mean, I don't mean she had to move exactly away, but I mean, she can shield herself some. And she said she didn't hire lawyers to try to figure out a way. She ain't went and got her money yet. Oh, that's some she, that's some crackhead shit. Yeah, I would have been got that, I would have I been got that money. She wishes to continue this work and the freedom to walk into a grocery store or attend public events without being known or targeted as the winner of a half billion dollars. I kind of agree with that. Like if you, like, come on, you know you can't go nowhere. If that's that nigga who hey, got a hey Jamal. On, look, I on, need a hundred thousand. You know everybody gonna be calling yeah, you. But and, they gonna do that. But but the bottom line is this. Okay, look at all the lottery winners in the past. The people that won a big amount of money. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't know them motherfuckers if they walked right by me. The only way I would know them is if it was a family member or a friend. Yeah, yeah. So how the fuck the general public? Everybody in the United States ain't gonna know this bitch. <clears throat> She's tripping. She dope dealer. That's a crackhead move. But it's it is, but it's under law. Like lottery all over. The law, lottery has to name. She's not gonna win this case. They're gonna find out who it is. If she if she won her money, they gotta name your name. So it's like, yeah, bitch, you want this five hundred sixty? Change million? your name. How and about that? that? How about that? <laughs> you can do that for seventy five dollars. But I would love to be. I always had a. I would love to be rich and nobody know I'm rich. Well, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of people out there like that. Yeah, driving, driving. Yeah, just regular cars. I and, mean, even like Warren Buffett. We didn't know people didn't know Warren Buffett. I mean, like they didn't know exactly who he was till like in the last 10, 15 years. Warren Buffett lived in my hometown of Omaha, and when I grew up, I didn't even know about Warren Buffett. And he was right in the same town I was. Wow. You know, until I didn't know about him until I got a little older and realized that he stayed in the same house that he'd been living in all along, kept everything the same, still driving old-ass cars, everything, man. The money ain't changed him. But, I mean, I understand she wants some money and she, you know, mm -hmm. but but that's a crackhead move. But New, New Hampshire's, uh, so I guess in New Hampshire's one of a handful of states that allow trust to to let me get this word together to anonymously claim lottery prizes. So if she would have put it in trust, she could have kept it. Well, if she's doing that much, uh, a lot buying lottery tickets all the time, she should know the stipulations because you know that way she know in case she won. Because it just happened to be a whole bunch of money this time, but it didn't have to be. You know, if even if it wasn't all this, it was weird as she's acting. She don't want nobody to know shit. So I, I think I think what um. Another thing I think when you win these big prizes, you can either get a lump sum up Yeah, front, or you can get it. Because uh, you don't get the 400, what's she, five I want it all. No, no, I'm getting a lump sum. I'm taking yeah, it all. You can you, get it all or you can get it in Yeah, like, but it's not 560. No, but you by get the time like, they take after taxes, taxes and all like that, 250. Probably be 300, 300 something like that. Ain't bad. Yeah, 300 million. Give me all my shit. Yeah, give it because you don't know Yeah, how I don't long know what's going to happen. <laughs> you know? Hey, before I forget, hey, I got a number, 818. 916-1818. That is the new hotline for Dope Dealers Podcast. You can call that number yes. anytime if you want to suggest a topic, a show idea. If you We in Hollywood. If you want uh, a certain celebrity guest, yes. whatever you want, 818-916-1818. You can send a text, whatever. Hey, remember that number, Dope Dealers Podcast, 818-916-1818. 
1A. And we will be having dope guests on the show. This is our first show, so we kind of wanted to introduce you guys to us. But next week, we got some incredible guests. And, we're, we're you know, obviously, we're in, we're in L.A. We, we're in the entertainment industry. So we're going to have a lot of freaking dope guests on the show. So please check us out for the future. Like and, um, uh, uh, next week, episode two, uh, Jason Washington. Jason Washington, yes, the yeah. ex, our comedian friend who started doing porn, and now I guess he's back to doing comedies. We're going to have him Yeah, next what week, a career man. he's had. He went from comedy to porn, yeah. back to comedy. He's going to tell us all the porn stories. He's so been making people week, laugh. He's been fucking, and now he's back to laughing. He's going to be, yeah, next, I got some stories. Listen, he told me one of his stories. He got some, so he's going to tell us all his porn stories. Jason Washington be next here. So, we, yeah, so we, we'll have guests every week. This is just our first week, so we wanted to introduce you guys to us. Yeah. Yes, please tell a friend, man. Tell a we, friend. We're going to be here, man. We're we, we going to be here. Um, just this is make... episode one of 10,000. And you can get in touch with us. on. We're all online. Uh, Instagram, Toby Hicks. Toby I'm Hicks. T-O-B-E-H-I-X-X. Instagram, Twitter, T-O-B-E-H-I-X-X. Yes, and I'm Jamal Doman, J at Jamal Doman, J-A-M-A-L-D-O-M-A-N. Please let us know. Like Toby said, if you got some guests that you want us to. And listen, we take, we're going to have, we're gonna, listen, we're going to have Pimps, comedians, hustlers, real estate agents, therapists, hoes, we uh just uh, Bloods, homeless people, blood, Chris. We're gonna have all types of guests on this show, man. We may even get this lottery winner if she wanna become known. We may get get her on the show. But we're gonna have she all types of She can pay me to help her keep stay unknown. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I hide her right at my house. I go get everything <laughs> she needs, just bring it back to the house. Shit. Yeah, so we're yeah, we're gonna have all types of, you know, each week, man, we're doing funny stuff, more, you know, clown of the week, man, question of the day, um, uh, all types of stories, man, we're gonna talk about, man, and we're gonna have incredible guests, man. And that's how we're gonna do it, man. You got something you wanna talk about, like I said, give me a call or yeah. send a text with an idea, whatever. 818-916-1818. Yes, yes. You can on email. You can you can hit me up at Jamal Doman at Gmail. Jamal Doman at Gmail. You can hit me up and uh, listen. We here, man. Shout out to Comedy Pop Up, man. We here. The Dope Dealers, man. Um, I'm trying to think anything. Black Panther come out this week. Well, by the time this kept come out, Black Panther will always already be out. But hopefully, you everybody go see it, man. I think it's going to be an incredible movie, man. Uh, um, oh, yeah. check this out. Hey, if you know any artists. Uh, you know, who got some real gangster music. Oh, who yeah. Who would like to, uh, you know, basically submit a song, you know, for possible for it to be yeah, aired yeah. on our show. Yeah. Uh, we're looking for a theme song. Yeah, we need a theme song. Yeah, so we're looking a, for a theme make song. Make a theme Dope song for us. Yeah. Uh, think on the level of uh, Too Short, uh, uh, Too Short, uh, Crack Dealers, all oh, that yeah, was yeah. one of the greatest songs ever. Uh, or Ice Cube. Uh, yeah, something like, yeah. Any, summer Vacation. Yeah. Something on that type of level. Yeah, anything. We stepped on the plane. Four gang bangers, professional dope slangers. Yeah, so please and, and listen. If you if you do poetry, if you got talent, you want to come on the show. We we would love to have you. Let us know if you can sing. Uh, you want to tell a poem? You just you got an incredible story. Uh, we would love we love to have you. Eight one eight nine one six one eight one eight. Yes, yes. So I uh, I think uh, did we touch on everything? Anything else? Uh, no, that'll do it. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, yes. Till next time. We love you guys, man. I'll be at the Apollo Theater, March, New York City, March 1st. Thursday, March 1st, I'll be at the Apollo Theater performing. Thursday, March 1st, New York City. Man, come check me out, man. Catch me at Stand Up Live Phoenix with my man Felipe Esparza, March 9th through 11th. Phoenix, Arizona, Stand Up Live, March 9th through 11th. Shout out to my whole family. Shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to the Eagles. Shout out to the whole North Philly Temple University. My family, I love you guys, man. North Omaha, we in the house, baby. North <laughs> Omaha. Hoo! We out. It's the Dope Dealers. Dope Dealers. <laughs>